Hey guys, welcome to the Weekend Extra here with Pastor Jeff. We had a great uh, Dad Lessons uh, message today. I loved how really when you, as you're finishing up the message, you really made sure to take the burden off of dads to be perfect and yeah. to be able to really just being there and um, being present and loving is like the biggest thing that... Uh, the most important thing for a dad to do, yep. to not give up, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to keep keep on keeping on. So one of my question that I was, um, I just thought it was a great message overall, and I know the dads that are here, that, that a lot of us feel the pressure to be perfect. So, mm-hmm. but that was awesome, part of that. I wanted to take a little bit of time and ask you a little bit more about fatherlessness is a big issue, yeah, uh, um, to all of us, and so there are a lot of people. Um, that a lot of people growing up, I don't have a dad. I ne- he wasn't in my life, or he was like not 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 like um, he actually was terrible. It mm-hmm. it was like legitimately he did more harm than good in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, for um, for so for people for people that find themselves to be dads now for um, f- for adults or y- people that are becoming adults and realizing I'm taking responsibility for myself in ways I've never seen uh, a father figure in my life do. Yeah. Um, uh, speak to that a little bit. Uh, like how, what can somebody like that that finds himself in that situation, what can they do? And what, how can they begin to heal and move past some of that? You know, I think, first of all, I think you have to start with a humility okay. to say, I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And so the a lot of times what defines us when we have a fatherlessness issue or a negative father issue is more like bitterness For sure. and insecurity. And that insecurity will come out like a, in a pride or a exaggerated mm. sense of self-confidence. Because you weren't going to help me. I'm going to do it for myself. I'm going to do it for myself. And I can't trust anybody and nobody else knows. And because you've, ha- you've had to, to be a, a survivalist to make it through life. Yeah. And so you had to look unto yourself. And a lot of times insecurity comes out often as an over degree of self-confidence. Somebody who's truly self-confident doesn't really need to show it or think it or say anything about it. They're just comfortable in their own skin. Right. So when, when you're super into being seen or super into being known or whatever, that, that actually is more of a sign of insecurity than anything else. So when, when we have these voids in our lives, we're trying to make up for them. And mm-hmm. what I find is it comes out either in a pride or in a self-deprecation. I'm a nobody. I'm kind of a loser, those kind of things. And neither one of those things are correct views because God would be like, no, you're a royal priesthood. You're a chosen generation. You're my son. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I want you to see yourself differently. So I think that that humility is the is yeah. the first point of saying I'm I'm not really sure what to do. And when you talk about humility, you're talking about a right view of yourself. Correct. You're, you're not talking about a low view of yourself. You're like I'm I'm not king of the world. I'm not my own god. Yeah. I'm under God, but I I'm of value. I have. So, so somebody once said that humility in this terms is not thinking less of yourself; it's thinking of yourself less. Mm-hmm. Right. And so yeah. that. It's that idea that like, I I'm going to learn. I'm going to be teachable. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna acknowledge my blind spots. I'm gonna allow uh, somebody to speak into that. So I would start there. The second thing I know this is gonna sound a little bit weird, but the second thing that uh, that I would do is I would actually work to get a right definition of God. 
Okay. Because whether or not you know it, you formed an opinion about God. And and this is a super big conversation for another day, but everything that we do begins and ends with our view of God. Even people who don't believe in God, everything they do begins and ends with their view of God. Mm -hmm. So when I'm looking for healing and hope a new direction in my life, if I was going to go to the very, very foundation, I would start with my view of God. And, and what is God actually like? What is it? A father God. Right. So I don't have a father that helped explain that to me. I have to learn it from scratch. And what is he like and how does he interact with me? And, and based off how I receive that, it will alter how I interact with other people. So I was just mm-hmm. talking with a guy. I was just talking the other day with a guy. And he was talking about uh, a, a situation in which he needs to forgive somebody. And I, he said, how in the world am I supposed to forgive somebody? They were this big jerk to me. And I said, you have to start with your view of God. And he looked at me, mm-hmm. and he, I said, is God a forgiving God? Well, I suppose. No, let's talk about God's forgiveness of you. Tell me the ways that God has forgiven you. Yeah. And so we made a, we made basically like a list. And then he, and then about halfway through, he go, he goes, I'm, I'm this person. I'm like, right. I'm more like him than I am. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, he needs to be forgiven the way that you've been forgiven. Yeah. And a forgiving God. And now suddenly this relationship is, is not healed. He is free of the wounds that that person impa- put into his life. And that's where the truth shall set you, set you free. The truth shall set you free. And so it's the, it, when I don't have, in an in in ideal world, our Father helps us to form that. He explains yeah. God to us. Well, when he's gone, we got a blank spot. Yeah. It's good news and bad news. Bad news is if you, if you want to harden your heart your heart and your head, you can live with that blank spot your whole life and, it, and it'll have ramifications to yeah. it. The good news is that if it's a blank spot, uh, you can fill it in pretty quick. Mm-hmm. And if you can really trust and understand who God is, he can bring healing. And then all I'm doing as a dad is I'm trying to be like Christ to my kids. And so when I see what Christ is like to me, I think, well, how can I... How can I do that to for yeah. them, right? Yeah, and even as they get older, you're trying to be like, how does a follow? How does somebody that follows Christ imperfectly, re, like interact with a loving and right. and uh, perfect God? And you, you get to model all that in the in it. I love that. So humility. So if I don't have a good example and I don't know humility and begin to understand who God is. Seek a true definition of who God is, to know God and really what he's like, his character, so that, yeah, because in your life as a, as a father, as a person, comes into view of a person, it yep. fits into that picture. A- every, every person, especially men, I think, is going to create a father figure for themselves. You're going to emulate somebody. And all I'm saying is, well, why don't we just create the the heavenly Father? Yeah. Right. And and 
everybody not like create from scratch but like that whole fill that right. with yeah fill that with Christ fill that with your heavenly father and yeah. and the father when you look at another dad and you see him being what you wish your dad was mm-hmm. all he's doing is emulating Christ yeah you know or or aspects of God's heart and mind it, so it's it's what you want yeah things and like he's always there for me you're like that's what God's like right <laughs> right yeah, that's awesome. Well, thanks so much, Jeff. Uh, it's, uh, it's very helpful. This has been the Weekend Extra. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk soon. <laughs>